thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stenaline.ie. Castology. Hello, this is Castology, podcast that reviews podcasts plus recommends podcasts that loves podcasts. We love them so much. Oh my God. I think I love them more than my own family. OMG, I want to marry a podcast. Okay, that was too far. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm Even had to marry podcast, which oh, podcast yeah. which marry? Carrier right now. No really? terms, Ooh, I'd marry terms. Really? Yep. Wow. I was expecting the Amelia Project. Oh, actually, I'd probably be happier. Yeah, because they're goofy and funny. <laughs> they're goofy and funny. Actually, you're right. I'd probably, I'd probably marry the specific character in the Amelia Project of the investigator. Right. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. I don't have one to marry. You put me on the spot saying thank you for doing that. Anyway, uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleeker. Across from me is... Liz Best, soon to be Mrs. Amelia Project. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right is... Zane C. Weber. We're here to talk about many podcasts, but right now we're going to recommend some podcasts. Specific ones. For next week. So let's start with Elizabeth. Oh, so kind, Nicholas. Mm. So kind. Democracy. <laughs> um, so this is a last minute swap in. I had something else in this slot and I started listening to it and I thought, oh, I've got to recommend this one. It's called Solve. Hmm. And that makes it sound like a crime, it does. right? That you have to solve. It, it, does, it does sound <laughs> because like that. Because that's what it is. <laughs> so basically this is, I mean, I love true crime. You know I love true crime. So this podcast is like a, how do I put this properly? So it's a, it's a dramatized reading of like tapes, recordings and everything like that that you have to listen to and then you're the detective. So you have to listen oh. to all of the details and then solve it okay. in the break. So you said true crime and there's it's a based but. on true crime? Yes, so okay. there's a but. So when I was listening to the first episode, I was like, oh, God, this sounds a lot like Dirty John. Like, mm. But mm. then the circumstances were completely different. So each one is inspired by a true crime, but the crime goes completely not the way that it goes in real life. Because otherwise I would have been like, he did it, she did it, he did it. Because yeah. there were so many cases, like there was another one of the, the uh, that I just listened to on the way here about um, a, a – woman who gets invited down into a guy's entrepreneurial submarine that's not a metaphor it happened um it happened there was a journalist in 2017 who got invited to this guy's submarine and then they found her in pieces afterwards but the story in the murder in this dramatized reading goes completely different way but uses the device of the crime oh, okay okay gotcha i gotcha so sorry um, i just got thrown by entrepreneurial submarine well yeah he's an entrepreneur that built his own sub that's it's literally a thing that happened. And then he's like, oh, the sub broke and it hit her on the head and she just died. And, and I she cut just it. broke into pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. But that's not – but the, it, this is why I found it confusing at the start because I'm like, this sounds a lot like that crime, but it's not going anything like that yeah. crime. So they yeah. use the major details as inspiration okay. um, for the crimes. And so then they go 
get to a point after they've gone, you hear different tapes and interviews and recordings and details and then they go after the break, we'll let you know who the killer was and I think that they're expecting to have more ads or whatever. Um, right. But the interesting thing about this is that it was – they have $20 million in funding. <laughs> $20 million Wait. Because they started off as a Snapchat TV show – of okay, well that's oh. that makes yeah okay. They started off as a Snapchat TV show, which then has been now turned into a podcast, and they plan to what's the exact quote? They plan to launch projects in every other media you can think of in quote marks. So, I don't including video games, feature film, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. So it, it this is a juggernaut that's just been turned into a podcast. Okay. Now the one thing that I will say, I don't know, I need to find out from you guys whether it's just my true crime brain that found them really easy to solve, some of them. Okay. Or whether it's a you guys, you know, but there was a few of them that I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be that person. And sometimes I couldn't even figure out the reason why I thought it was going to be that person, but I just was like... I will say I have a similar problem with writer brain. Yes. And sometimes you're like, oh, because you've presented it in this way, it's obviously that person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. because yeah. you talked about that detail, then that's there's no other reason to – and I think they're getting better at peppering more details okay. that you go, could yeah. that be it, could that be it? But I'm interested to see how quickly if you solve them at all because the Snapchat series apparently didn't have a really high rate of people being able to solve them. Oh, okay. So when I listened to the podcast, I was like, this is going to be so hard. And I was like, he did it, she did it, they did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so solve. Have have a have a crack and see if you can crack the case. Sounds Interesting. That's a really fun concept. Yeah, this is what I like thought. Like, if, if nothing else. It's an interesting concept, even if you think it's done terribly, which I don't think it's done terribly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the other thing is that um, they the the oh, words. So the producing partnership with iHeartMedia and Salt Audio, the production company that worked on top scripted podcasts such as Blackout starring Rami Malek Wee. and Carrier starring mm. Cynthia Erivo. Okay. Well, well. That's not how I found it. It yeah. just oh, so okay. happened that I was reading the show notes and I went, oh, shit, no wonder I like this. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So, solve. Cluedo the podcast. Solve it. Don't, you'll get sued. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's called solve. Mattel board game, the podcast. <laughs> uh, Zane. Random was- Murder Mystery, the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so this week I am recommending a podcast called Shut Up a Second. Okay. Wait, shut up a second. That's why well, I just did it. So <laughs> that's all. I just like saying that. Uh, now, I was like, wait, wait, don't tell me. Shut up a second. <laughs> I have a pet peeve when it comes to podcasts, and it is podcasts that are just some friends sitting in front of microphones. Going where Chilling. no one else wants to go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The details uh, or, or that no one like, else is game enough to reveal. <laughs> or just be like, oh, we're so funny. We can Shooting just sit in front the of microphones yeah. and, and make fun. And this is the podcast exception that proves the rule. Oh. Um, it is ba- – this is a podcast put out by Sans Pants Radio, which is a – Sorry, what radio? Sans Pants. Sans Pants. Like Sans, Sans, Sans like – As in no Sans pants? pants? Without pants. Without radio. pants. I'm re- yep, I'm already yep. in. Sick. Uh, so Sans Pants Radio, they're uh, a group of podcasters based in Melbourne. Um, oh, cool. They've been around for a while. Uh, they have – I think they have just under 20 titles, but they have a lot of like common people – uh, like are in multiple podcasts across the network. So like TNC sure. podcasts. <laughs> uh, more restricted. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yes. And so this is basically a few of those hosts. I think it's Jackson Bailey is the one common denominator that's almost always there. Uh, and then they get other podcasters in and they basically just have a nominative theme 
for the episode. Well, at least they theme it a little yeah. bit and don't retcon that with a title later or do they retcon that with a title later? No, no, no. So, like, some have been – some recent ones have been slugs or wishes or frog noises <laughs> <laughs> or booter, uh, noises, booter? Uh, bottoms. Bottoms, I mean. I mean King yeah. crabs. Disco, uh, disco, yep, disco they, and butts. They yeah. start there and they have three segments. It's basically like let's talk about um, king crabs, and they'll uh, and Jackson will ask her like, well, what would you do if you were a king crab? Or it's usually funnier than that uh, because they're comedians. Um, and then they go into movies, and then they go into facts, but very loose. Sometimes they barely touch either of any three of those and they really go So you're saying it just happens to be that these people are actually funny. They don't just think they're funny. And it might just be that I've been listening to this podcast for so long. It's one of the first ones that I started listening to that I feel like I know these people. So Mm. I'm just laughing along with them. You're sitting there being like, it's time to catch up with my best friends on the podcast. (laughs) You. Um, But it's like there's there's no, uh, no, no, um, Cirrus here, there's no there's no stakes. It's just kind of like, okay, this is gonna be half an hour and if it's funny, it's funny. Uh, and it usually is funny. Good. Um, so this is one that I've had on my list from the very start, but I, I just keep bumping it bumping down it when down. I get other things to yeah. bump it down. That are for. Like, and now yeah. it's now it's here. And we're here and yep. it's happening. I'm excited. I'm, I'm cautiously I'm, I'm excited. I'm hesitant. I'm, hesitant. I'm cautiously excited. In the first time in I a long time. I just am stuck on Sans Pants. I love that title. <laughs> yeah. Sans Pants. Uh, in, in the first time in a long time, I have nominated some episodes. Oh. Okay. I can't remember why I nominated them, but I have. Uh, Liz, Wait, did you nominate this for Old Patrick and Nick's just inherited it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> um, uh, Liz was candy or chocolate. And for Nick, it was measurements. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to say like containers. And I would be like, yeah. Oh, I wish. Uh, guys, do an episode on containers. Don't yeah. do it. People will score you four they, stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so salty. <laughs> <laughs> so that is cool. that is shut up a second. It's a it's a uh, comedy riff podcast. On a side note. Yes. Do you think anybody listens to our podcast and is like, they're my friends, we're catching up and talking podcasts, like you think about these guys? Other than me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, yeah. If you guys think that you're our friends, write in and let us know. Yeah, I'd love to know. We'd I'd like, like to, to know your name at least. We'd like, friends. Yeah, we've got to make this a two-sided friendship because this whole one-sided thing, it's just not fair on you. I think you know? Rhett thinks that he's our friend. Hey, Rhett. And he is. How you doing? Rhett is my best friend. Look, <laughs> you hate him so much. Or them, sorry. No, I don't. I don't. Look, I'm salty, but I could be one over. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Retcon the four, four stars. Um, okay. Retcon. <laughs> Ret- <laughs> Unintentional. Sorry, Ret. Um, <laughs> uh, my recommendation for this week is The Wilderness, um, huh. a political podcast by huh. Crooked Media. So the guys that did uh, Keeping It 1600 and then they moved over to Pod Save America. Uh, I haven't listened to any of those, either of those. All of these ones. They're, um, I don't know what their definition, they're centrist leftist. Mm-hmm. They, they do not, They a lot of them are like former policy, not policy writers, uh, speech writers for Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Wilderness is a very specific show about how the Democrats lost the 2016 election uh-huh. and what the grassroots movement can do. And then season two explores where the Democratic Party is at now and where it's going as 
the US gets to the general election it's at the end scary. of the year. It is really scary to listen to. It's very um the the show itself is hosted by John Favreau, who is very, very oh. good. Um not John Favreau that you're thinking of. Oh. Um <laughs> there's two John Favreaus. Really? John Favreau, the sick one which did Iron Man. Like J O N Favreau. Is this guy J O H N or is he? No, this J-O-N? one's J O N as well. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, Ask their mums. Have, have names. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Actually, if their name is John. Know, John there's yeah, there's yeah. an Elizabeth Best not only at my work but in the same school that I work in. Well, they I will go, say I am the only Zane Webber on the internet at the moment. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually have arguments because my email address has my middle initial in it, but there's another woman that has elizabethbest at gmail.com and she's old, much, much older and quite senile and constantly thinks that I'm trying to steal her identity because people send her emails meant for me. She's like, why are you trying to steal my... I have to keep explaining to her that our emails have one yeah. letter of difference. And then yeah. I screenshot it all and put it on the internet because she's nuts and it's funny. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I'm a horrible person. Continue. Uh, but yes, the wilderness. Um, it is not as depressing as it sounds in terms of its deconstruction of the Democratic Party and the left. It is more hopeful of the ways that people in the US can approach the general election, who they support. It doesn't Among a Broson system. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. I don't know what that is. The fuck broken. Is that? She made oh, broken. Right, okay. Uh, sorry, I said broken. You said Broson? No, you, you said among a broken, whatever. Among a broken system. Oh, okay. System. Well, you jammed those words together. <laughs> it's, anyway. uh, it's all the booze I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm so drunk on water. <laughs> Nick, I need to yep. get a little real with you. Mm. I am anticipating hating this podcast. You might. Because... I'm so done with politics. I know. Particularly the Democratic Party shenanigans. They need to sort their shit out. Yeah. Not to get too political, but this... <laughs> well, I mean, we already are. But yeah. this... If you're not interested in politics, check the fuck out because this is exactly what it is. It I'm is very interested. deconstructing the Democratic Party. and I'm it's going to get angry. Yeah, which is exciting for me. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to find out next week. Um, but it is really well told. It's incredibly well put together and it's not just like doom and gloom, Trump's bad, lol, lol, lol. It's very much of the what can you do to... Fix the Democratic Party. Do you party. listen to a Trump's bad lol 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 podcast? No, no, no. Because I'm I would like, like I would an in, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm going to do it, actually. Let's call it Trump's sad exclamation point. <laughs> that's, the, that's the review. Five stars. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> yeah, sad. Bad. Um, but yeah, it's called The Wilderness. Um, it's two seasons, wrong. eight episodes. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. Lol, 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 lol. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Trump supporters, but we didn't want you listening anyway. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry because that guy is the worst thing to happen to politics since ever. Yeah, so anyway, that's the, okay. the wilderness. So we're going to move on I'm, to whatever I feel it's going to be strong. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm really yeah, actually Yeah, I think I'm going to, yeah, look, I'm going to wait for a day when my anxiety is not high. Yeah, and when you're not, when you're like, well, maybe I should just reinvigorate my interest in politics, then do it. Probably don't do it if you're fucking sick of politics. <laughs> I don't want to do it until the election's over and I know whether we have to deal with four more years of this psycho. Great point. Fingers <sighs> crossed. Bring on Bernie. Like, yeah, feel the burn. Um, all right, we're going to move on to our recommendations from last week. Well, based on that, should we go with um, It Burns? Because <laughs> we just said feel the Shit. burn. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, so my recommendation last week was "It Burns" by Mark Finnell, which was an Nothing audible to do with exclusive. You're so fucking pleased with that. I'm so pleased. With <laughs> you should myself. see Liz's face. She's just like, Zane's <laughs> just like, no, and, and Nick's paying it, but you know, I'm. Chuffed. Yeah, you're just like, I fucking owned you. Um, 
So yeah, it burns. Audible exclusive, hosted by Mark Fidel. Five episodes about how crazy chilies are. Um, not just in general, but also chili competitions, chili growing, the personalities behind growing chilies competitions. Chili is great. Chili sauce is the best. I love chili. I have a drinking game for this podcast. Do you? Oh, oh. cool. <laughs> Every time someone says the word Scoville, yep. drink some chili infused vodka. <laughs> that actually sounds like a good dangerous podcast. game. <laughs> uh, I really like this podcast because it is so ridiculous. Yes. The, like yes. the people that they're talking about and the how passionate they are about. Chili growing big chili. This um, felt like a true crime fucking podcast, yeah. but it's about chilies. Yeah, um, <laughs> and like, I mean, the the moment that won me over was when they were playing the audio of one person's like YouTube channel where he was. Yeah, <laughs> and because he was he he was apparently notorious for being very opinionated, and it's like oh, this is hilarious. This is um, I. A, a startling insight into a, a subculture I didn't know existed. Exactly. And, uh, I can probably forget about. But yeah, they're like crazy cat people, but about chili. Chilies, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, but it was like, it reminded me of those like documentaries where like people are fucking accused of cheating in dog shows. Like it's just that yeah. same kind of, you know, they're like, they think that they have the the hottest chili in the world, but I think they cheated and here's how they did it. I'm like, who cares? But this is hilarious <laughs> they, at the same they time. They injected pure capsaicin. Into the chilies. Yeah, or that their batch testing is like, oh, well, they tested one individual chili and cherry picked their results, whereas we did like a bucket of chilies. And so we think that's impossible. And we did independent testing. And I was like, wow, this is a scandal that nobody's ever heard of. And also. (laughs) Yeah, like, no one gives a shit. It's just like people that have a really insane hobby with chilies. Yeah. And I honestly I feel like there's a podcast to be made in people's insane hobbies if there's not already one like this. Like like this this kind this level of in-depth look into the blah blah industry that I it's guess, just a niche abs- like I yeah. guess if you if if you treat it like what used to be called um in sickness and in health and just every season you you pick a different hobby and go into the crazy people exactly yeah. like go <laughs> yeah. into the full-on because there are some nutso people that take some stuff but i say nutso it sounds judgmental i think this is great that people are so passionate yeah. about yeah, something yeah. and i just find it fascinating that there is so much intrigue to be had in a topic that i've never heard about and i think that's what makes it funny is because and it's these the people, people are so endearing yeah. are real people but they're being so ridiculous because I just don't care about what they care so much about. Yeah. And it's like those fail videos of someone who's so proud of this card, uh, this house, uh, the house of cards that they've built, and then suddenly someone knocks the or a cat runs past. Runs past. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, oh no. Well, like those people who grow the giant vegetables, or the people who do dog shows. Full stop. Yeah. Like shows, even yeah. dog show people and like wow, it is a serious world out there of hobbyists. I, I mean, yeah, we can. I'm happy to admit the skill that goes into crossbreeding chilies and oh making my God, a yes. super chili strain. It's just like, super I don't, chili. Why <laughs> I don't know why people sit there and try and just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat this chili. Why? <laughs> yeah. That'll like burn your fucking taste buds I'm off. 15,000 times more spice than a jalapeno. I, do, I can't yeah. even have a jalapeno <laughs> poppers. Really? No. Are you spicy. like, do you, are you guys both like 
I like a little white kick. White people spice? I, I'm white people spice. Okay, like, so. I like a kick to something, but like if I have a curry, an Indian curry that's anything over medium, I usually get a yogurt rider to go with it. Kind yeah. of spicy. Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm My mom likes more. more than white people spice, yeah. but only slightly more. And as soon as I surpass it, I just can't eat Check it. Check out, yeah. If I can't taste the food anymore because of the spice, yeah. I'm not interested. You're not interested, you know, yeah, because what's the point? I dated someone who was so into like the spiciest of spice, and so he'd just sit there at a restaurant and like sweat into his meal and go, this is so great. And I'm like, it doesn't look like you're enjoying yourself. Welcome to Friday nights at the Weber household (laughs) where my father and his mother and my brother and my brother-in-law would try to outdo each other. Uh, Like it's a competition. Did they sweat into their food? Yeah. Extra salt. Except my grandmother (laughs) who would eat it and then she would maybe just sweat a little bit on her forehead. Oh, and dab it off really daintily with a hanky. Well, she was quite old at this time. Yeah, right. She's built up a tolerance. (laughs) And I like to think that means she's harder than the rest of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's absolutely what it means, so... Yeah, but there. So it was enjoyable. Mark Fennell tells a really good story. Yeah. He's a really good storyteller. Um, like, it actually, it, this I've got to note, it reminded me of the whole King of Kong controversy. Yeah, yes. like that whole yeah. who cheated? There are frames missing, and I'm like, it's a video game. Who yeah. cares? Like grow up. And, and that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> but like, who cares? And I love you. And the same, like you know, as we're making fun of it, but it's very enjoyable. It's so yeah. enjoyable yeah. Yeah. and very easy to consume. Like yep. there's only five episodes. Did yep. you guys finish it? Yeah. Yeah, I will, I but I didn't because yeah. I just started today. Oh. Well, you know, you'll finish it soon. It's fine. It's only short. Anyway, we're going to move on to Liz's recommendation. So, I see how it is. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> Zane just gave me the fucking <laughs> most disappointed dad look I've ever seen. I was uh, like, see how it is. Yeah. I'm like, see, well, I, I have the power because I'm the one that actually doesn't. He presses yes, the yeah. buttons. He could mute you if he wanted to. So, yeah. Um, I recommended How I Survived, which is a podcast by the That's Life magazine, which I didn't find out until later, um, hosted by Beth Young, that talks to people about their stories about survival against the odds. I want to know what episodes you listened to and what you thought. I'll I'll go. Because (laughs) you said last week not to listen to the Chainsaw one. Of course, that's the one you went straight for. Um, And I did. Um, I also listened to Tiffany Fell Down a Waterfall. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed this more than I thought I would. Um, I for um, Not to judge, given that it's from That's Life, I was like, okay, sensationalism, blah, 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 whatever. The stories that are told here are fucking gnarly. Like, they're... Like, I actually struggled to listen to the waterfall episode more than I did the chainsaw one. Really? And I don't know if it's just because of my fear of drowning, but also the stories that I've heard of like similar things. So like real quick diversion, there's a place up in Cairns called the Babinda Boulders called the Devil's Pool. And it mm-hmm. talks about if you step in it um, and you get sucked in, you get sucked into this big whirlpool mm. and you drown. You do not survive. It is impossible to survive. Oh. Incredible. I've went for a guided walk there and it was incredible. But reminding that, like hearing that story reminded me of like that specifically um but i found the stories were very emotional uh the waterfall one especially hearing about how this survivor who i'm blanking on uh, tiffany i think it is actually um she while she was basically in the course of potentially drowning knew that the people that she was with were dead and her she got drifted seven kilometers down this river um and you found out afterwards how many people died on that, and I know this is getting kind of fucking bleak, but I found just her full-on telling of it from start to finish was very good. But I also struggled really 
a lot to listen to that. The Chainsaw one, I was like, damn, this is fucking crazy. But the Waterfall one, I was like, shit. Um, in saying that, the stories and the people that are involved, they're all their own voices, which is really, really good. And um, for the most part, I kind of like it. I feel like I'm going to subscribe to it and just pick ones that cherry I'm going to be pick. interested. Because even I cherry pick. Yeah. Like I said, I have not listened to the Chainsaw one because the yeah. idea of that sends chills up my spine and yeah. I just cannot. Yeah, I, so. I will give them credit. It's a short episode for one. Um, and it is lighter on the details of said incident than I thought it would be. It is mm. still quite full on. So anyone that doesn't like the gore or the, the word flesh, um, you'll hate this fucking episode. And look, anybody who doesn't want super big details, uh, they also have written companion pieces on that you can look up and see the photos of the people that this shit happened to. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Don't. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> well. I made that mistake while looking up my show, doop show notes. What do I need to write? Holy, I, oh, God. Why did I do that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Zane. Um, I listened to the hippopotamus one. <laughs> I listened to the the gone for a run. Went Kelly for went a run. for a run. Kelly went for a run. I listened to the uh, freak wind tore off my hand. Oh, I haven't listened to that a one. A bear yet. ripped off my face. I listened to a lot of these because they are short. And I wanted to see whether there was any variation in the style of which they were told. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I listened to the first one, which was the hippopotamus one, mm. uh, I was like, oh, not a fan of this. And I went on and it kind of stayed there. The stories themselves, very interesting. And they are talking to the real people, yeah. which is more interesting. Mm-hmm. But when the host speaks, it's so That's Life magazine. Yeah. Kelly ripped off her own face with a chainsaw. And that's, it's, um, it's bad. It's American. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like it's, it's Australian. It's very, again, I guess sensational. They use very sensationalized language. Yeah. language and, yeah. uh, but for the couple of the episodes that I listened to, because the first one I listened to was Kelly went for a walk. And there's not as much sensationalism in that one because it's not, yeah. it's not a, Freak accident. Yeah, it's like, but it's yeah. and it's also like Kelly went for a run is a standout in the title because it's like a freak wind ripped off my hand or a it bear hasn't ripped got off my it face. hasn't got yeah. the the that's life cover it's line. It's not a it's not a hook. It's a like Kelly went for a run. Mm. I'd like to see more stories from them like that. That like I think they have a unique uh, proposition in a, a unique opportunity in doing what they do in their magazine in podcast form. That mm. you don't need to sensationalize the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because because even yeah. if the headline was sensationalized and the manner in which they present the story wasn't, I would be yeah. fine with that. Yeah, because there are a couple that I want, and these are more along the lines of Kelly went for a run. Um, there are a few hostage yes. ones where they're like, uh, yeah, like survivors o- kind of overcoming and. They're the stories ready. I like better. Yeah. The freak accident ones, I do, I they, I'm just like, oh, that's awful. But you can sensationalize that. But like when you listen to the the brother of the Burke Street massacre oh, yes, perpetrator, well. yeah. like there's not as much that you can sensationalize about stories like that yeah. somehow because yeah. it's not flesh being ripped off. People. But I still. I still feel like they tried. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fun and it's interesting. And I think true crime um, people will like yeah, it no matter absolutely. what. But yeah. again, I I completely agree yeah. with you with the sensationalized and and yeah the the yeah I agree with you. That's yeah. All. It's like 
Yeah. I mean that. I mean it's not it's not a deal breaker for me. I'll probably do exactly the same and just go through and cherry pick. The I think ones. if they yeah, if they're listening, that's life. Love you guys, but like yeah, turn down the sensationalism because you don't need it in podcasts. I feel you, don't, also it, it, you don't need to catch someone's eye at a checkout yeah. when you're in a podcast. The podcast lives in their phone yeah. and it's with them all. You get of the, the time. notification. You've got it already. Yeah. You've yeah. got them. And also, this kind of a running theme for me. It kind of makes me feel a little icky. Yeah. 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 Fair. Serena. Cool. Wait, what did I just recommend? Yours. Zane, what was yours last week? <laughs> Mine was The Alarmist. Uh, so The Alarmist is uh, a podcast where they examine all the worst catastrophes in the entire world and try and figure out whose fault it was. Anyone? It's no? Nick first. <laughs> um, I thought I would fucking hate this. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is it because of how excited I was? No, well, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> I went into it being like a comedy show about disasters. Uh. See, I do plays about like yeah. I like. <laughs> yeah, true. I do comedy plays about disasters, so uh, I'm already well versed in this. Um, however, I um loved it. I thought it was so much fun. So I listened to Chernobyl because I'm obsessed with Chernobyl. Um, and I also listened to, so I kind of did the same thing. So I listened to like a serious disaster and I listened to like one that wasn't, which was the Y2K bug. Um, <laughs> and I was a bit skewed because um, the Y2K one was really interesting because they were just talking about how things were building up, the media, like the interpretation of it by the, like around the world, but it was very easy to listen to and kind of presented stuff like I already knew about it, but like it's really easy to listen to. Yes. And it's kind of like, this is fun. And I, th- Probably shouldn't say that about shit like Chernobyl. No, um, but this is the same as people who listen to comedy murder podcasts. You aren't sitting yeah. there going, murder's fun. You're just like, this is how we cope. We yeah, cope through exactly. comedy. Yep. And it but doesn't might make also you a shit person. present new information to yes. Which also this, I don't, to be honest, like Chernobyl presented nothing new to me, but the people that they had on board were really interesting. And I'm usually a big, I do not like Paul F. Tompkin. I think he's <gasps> overrated. I'm sorry. Are we going to need a new new Patrick? Uh, <laughs> I, I do not find him I'm funny. Like tearing up. I, he's, like, he's like my podcast husband. Incredibly fucking annoying. <sighs> anyway, so I haven't. Zane's <laughs> lost it. No, I'm, I'm, Liz's reaction is just so perfect. I wish I could bottle this. I t- my, honestly, look he's, at these these tears are real. He looks like a shitty version of Kevin Klein. Um, <sighs> I, so, I will say the way that Liz feels Liz about Paul so Tompkins, I feel about Patrick Brewster. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally about to cry, and I never thought I would have this reaction about someone I know. Not like like it, yeah. I just <sighs> I haven't finished. Um, so I There's don't. There's no need to. I you're fine. Like, yeah. Anyway, this is my last Um I don't like him. However, on Chernobyl, he was really fucking good. I because he's a fucking podcast god. I, well, um, he was. He's also really smart. He is really smart. Yeah. And the thing is, like, he did add a lot to the Chernobyl conversation, but also, like, there was a tinge of comedy. He was throwing in some like political. You don't barbs, even like him as Frank, was, Frank Doyle. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, he hasn't listened to it. Oh, no, I haven't listened to it. It's a podcast. Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I haven't listened to that. But um, in the Chernobyl episode, he is is, like really important to that episode. Um, if he's not it's there, really I feel like important it, to a lot of things, Nick. Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, Raiders, I'm finished. Okay, those of you that hate Paul F. Tompkin, rate, rate us four stars to send me a message. Don't. Um, 
Those of you who so, love yeah. Paul F. Tompkins, rate, rate us five, five stars. stars. Send <laughs> Nick a message. <laughs> and if you like Paget Brewster, five stars too. Yeah, the end. The the way that they discuss the topics is really fun too. Like it's super accessible. It's really light. Um, they do it's in terms of facts. They don't present much new. They just talk about it, and they've got these fun little categories that they go through, and like they get to the end, and obviously it's like who is responsible. And the Chernobyl one's quite funny because like Paul F. Tompkins, like the Americans were, and then everyone kind of goes a bit silent, like what the fuck? And he's like, no, I'm just fucking with you, which is really <laughs> funny. Um, but I'm totally in on I'm totally in on this. This is a, a really really fun show to listen to. I thought I'd fucking hate it, but it was really good. I wrote no notes because I was enjoying it so much that I forgot to write notes. Like I just kept listening to it and then I left work and then I went home to write my notes and I just kept listening to episodes and never wrote the notes. Um, I like this a lot. So I listened to – so I did uh, Titanic, the movie, the play, which Recently. is exactly what it sounds like. Um and so I know a lot about the Titanic and I actually had two people come to me and be like, oh my God, how could you make fun of the Titanic in a comedy? I'm like, we're not making fun of the disaster, we're making fun of the film and Billy Zane, so shut up. <laughs> um, and one of our cast members actually told Billy Zane that we made fun of him through the thing. Yeah, it was great. Course, yeah. um, anyway, so I listened to the Titanic one because I knew a lot about it um, and learned a few things that I didn't know about it, mm. which is really cool. Um, I agree with their their summary on who was to blame fucking everybody especially the designers who were like oh, you know what the deck just looks too cluttered with with lifeboats so let's just let's just instead of the 60 that we can have that would have fit more than all of the passengers because the boat was actually like wasn't fully patronized at the time let's just have 20 and let's let them down into the water half full and let's ignore the unsinkable molly brown who i played when she says let's turn back the boats and get people let's just ignore her so it was great anyway strong design <laughs> fuck designers <laughs> um Interior or exterior designers, boat designers, not not boat graphic design. designers, boat like designers. fucking boats, um, ships and containers. containers. Uh, and then I listened to Who Was to Blame with Brad and Jen because uh, <laughs> have I have very – Well, look, I used to work in a tabloid magazine. I was a morning producer for a tabloid magazine and I actually broke the story of Brad and Jen splitting up. <gasps> um, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and – looked on the American sites because I started my shift at four to break all the Australian stories and it was like a photo of Brad and, Brad and Angelina being like the way they were and I was like, oh, fuck! And then I broke it for the whole, like all of the Bauer media were just like, oh my God, get this, get video, get that. Um, but so I, yeah, look, the f <laughs> they made a really good point when they were talking to Angelina and they're like, so is he the love of your life? And she's like, what even is the love of one's life? We're not supposed to be with someone forever, rah, rah, rah. Like she took about five minutes to say no, no. <laughs> <laughs> while she was with him. Yeah. <laughs> look, I think everyone's to blame in that situation, but it, it, it was interesting and great the way they handled it with the same-ness yeah. That they yeah. did the Titanic. <laughs> That's what I liked. We're just going, oh, my God, people died versus, oh, my God, these celebrities split up. And this is what my brain does. Yeah. So so I identify heavily and I want to be this woman's friend. Um, so if you're interested, um, contact us because I, I want to be your friend and we can catastrophize together over some vino. 
Maybe that's healthy. Maybe that's not. Who are we to decide? Yeah. Look, as long as we go and see our therapists about it afterwards, it's healthy. <laughs> exactly. It's good to talk about these things. Yeah. Like we just did. So that's big thumbs up and a yeah. subscribe from me. Absolutely. I'm totally well, I was Sorry. perplexed though. On the Australian Apple Podcasts, this podcast has 3.5 stars. Hmm. That confuses me immensely. And I read some of the reviews. They're like, it's boring. I hate her. Really? You know, I don't like her voice. And I was like, how, how, like... You're all wrong to start with. <laughs> five stars. Five you're all stars. Wrong. You're wrong. I went in and I was like, five stars. Really like this. This is what my brain. But like, I well, usually it's up to four now. Oh maybe right, maybe your it was, five stars help. Maybe my five stars help. So you're welcome. Um, but yeah, lunchtime today it was at three point five, and I was perplexed because I rarely see a podcast that I enjoy that's below four. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So I just saw a little bit of interesting tidbit to point out. Great. I will say the majority of their reviews are five stars. Few four, fewer threes, and then the next highest after four is one. So obviously, someone's there's been some people. I don't think I've ever had the energy to rate something one One star, star. like even containers, because it had good production values, or even I don't know some other bullshit that old Patrick recommended that I hated. Like, I mean, one star does feel vindictive. It does. It feels like you've got a vendetta. Like four star, uh, three stars, uh, one star just feels like you're trying to trash somebody. Which it's like an Uber driver. Yes. If nothing's wrong with it, you give them five stars. Five stars. Simple. They got me to my destination safely. Bam. If it's just not for you. Maybe, maybe four, four. Yeah. and be like good, but not for me. Yeah. If it's if you think it's bad, maybe three. Yeah, yeah. I feel like two, I don't think three I would ever or go two, two or one. Yeah, look, two is if it's abhorrent for me. Like yeah. even like I don't, I would never rate something one star, even if I thought it was awful, because I then go. I think it's because we have empathy, guys. I think it's because we go. Yeah. You know what? Here's the person that this would be suited for. Therefore, for this person, perfect. Yeah. Rate it up. Because yeah. that's the thing. If I if I've truly disliked a podcast I'll rate it three and then and I think other people also would value my opinion yeah I'd rate it three and then explain why I've given it three yeah it's like this is yeah. they discuss these things I'm not a huge fan of that and the way in which they do it is not pretty not very respectful yeah. I think it's the, it's the last three star I gave it's so like I'm just if you criticism. don't say yeah. anything yeah. nice don't say anything at all but yeah. Again, if it's constructive criticism or if it's a, if you, like me, do not like this, then this is not for you. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. But yes. is what we do with this podcast. Give me the alarmist, five stars. Yes, five stars I yeah. did. So everyone else, if you like it, go out and give it five stars because it's fucking funny. And as we've seen with today's ratings, one five-star review can make all the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of five stars, you know what our listeners should do? What? Give us five stars. They really should. And tell us exactly how great Paul F. Thompson Paul F. Tompkins is. Yeah, or give us... I'm not going to say... Just give us five stars. Okay. Just give us five stars. Like, but yeah. tell us your opinion on Paul F. Tompkins in the show notes. Yeah, I would love to know who doesn't like him yep. because once I find my people, I think I'm going to be much happier. I literally have never heard of anyone who doesn't like him. I can't wait. Even old I'm Patrick just, liked him. I'm just so happy that Patrick Brewster isn't part of this conversation because I wouldn't deal with it. <laughs> Patrick well, now Brewster. you see why I was almost crying. I know. No, I, I felt it on an emotional level <laughs> when it happened. But I'm just like, oh, I'm just so glad this isn't me, Liz. <laughs> I d- I'm personally offended on Paul's behalf. Like, th- I'm going to have to go home to my podcast husband and be like, sweetie, Nick doesn't like you. And he's going to be like, I'm a figment of your imagination, Liz. I live in the US and I'm not yeah. married to you. Also, who the fuck is Nick? <laughs> yeah, have some wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take his axe and go to bed, Liz. <laughs> okay, imaginary Paul for Tompkins. <laughs> 
Paul for Tonkins. Yeah. Um, anyway, that does us for this week. It does. Um, you can get us on that's not canon.com forward slash castology where there's like a form and shit that you could put and recommend and if you want to recommend on. your podcast or a podcast that you like or Paul F. Tompkins if you just want to recommend uh, Paul F. Yeah. Tompkins or, fill out the form or <laughs> containers or chilies too so no. uh, I would love to know your chili stories no. please do that in the Email podcast that I would like our listeners mm-hmm. to tag us in a post directed to Paul F. Tompkins so that he can see how much we stand him. Well, actually, that's pretty good. But, I mean, I I said he was good in the episode. Do you know what? If he actually wrote back, I would die. (laughs) I would be deceased and my ghost would host this podcast forevermore. I would die happy if he replied to a tweet about us. So, yeah, tag him. Okay. Make Liz... Make Liz's, <laughs> make Liz's. Look, she's like crying now with the thought of it. Ooh, I'm so this happy. is this has been an emotional <laughs> rollercoaster yeah. episode for Liz. We've all I become closer and further apart at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's not canon.com forward slash castology. Put in all your recommendations. If there's anything that you want us to listen to, put on the list. All that sort of stuff. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Zayn will listen to it. We might listen to it. Yeah, I've started listening to it. Zayn will definitely as well. listen to it. I will. Yes. Yeah, because he's the best. So. Podfather. Love him. Anyway, that does us. I've been Nick Bleeker. Across from me has been Liz Best. And to my right has been Zancy Weber. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. We love love Yonder Yonder Festival. I love Yonder. I am Snug and I am at Yonder Festival and loving it. Yonder is awesome. It is just beautiful. It's picturesque. It's calm. <laughs> Everyone's just really lovely. And yeah. The Yonder Festival has come and gone for this year, but we're going to do our best to keep the festival spirit alive in your hearts and in your ears with the Yonder Podcast. We will be talking to the musicians that played for us, the artists who painted for us, the comedians that jerked for us, the producers who hosted us, and the poets who spoke for us. Yonder was an escape from the toils of everyday life, and the Yonder podcast will be your fortnightly portal back to a simpler time when the music was playing and the drinks were flowing. It is such a, a relaxed, beautiful festival. We love Yonder! You! <laughs> That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Thinking about your next getaway? Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at Stenoline.ie. 
For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Ayy.